this quick. You trying to make pancakes? Zombies Ate My Podcast. We are broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center. That's right, I'm here in the Command Center. Temporarily while I paint walls and get ready to sell my house. It's not fun. But you know what is fun? This podcast where we, uh, we decide to tell you guys that you should... Listen like your life depends on it. A little slow on that button. And uh, my name is Bob Fournier, and I'm here by myself tonight. No, I'm just kidding. That would be an awkward podcast. Yes, I am here would. with <laughs> I'm here with the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. Howdy, howdy. Can you imagine me just trying to do Zamp by myself? <laughs> I've thought of doing Zamp by myself when both of you guys have been able to record. I'm like, this would not be fun for anyone. Hey, how's it going? Hey, yeah, you've been, you've been sick, man. I, you caught some sick. Yeah, I went from... The flu and feeling better enough for us to record that week to the following week having bronchitis. That is rough. Yeah. I missed about four days of work. It was awful. Oh, my God, man. Yeah. And, the, you know, there's been a crazy chain of events, but uh, today is uh, Ryan Murphy's birthday. Isn't that crazy? It is. He's... And that is why he is not with us tonight. He is not. He, just, he decided to go to Montreal, then cut, then record with us. Yeah, you know, I think he probably would really rather record with us. You know him. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, for that, Ryan, we wish you happy birthday by this. Why are Dingleberries brown? Just the way shit is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Abraham, man. He's, uh, <laughs> he is quite the man. Um, he is also quite the... Huge douchebag. But yeah. uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later. So I was thinking today, Lou, because I've been painting, and um, I hate painting. But I uh, don't blame you. I ordered some pizza because that's what you do when you paint, right? Mm-hmm. Is you order food, and uh, we got some pizza, and I was like, man, I love pizza. If the zombie apocalypse ever hit, I'd miss pizza. <laughs> and I don't think yeah. I'd just miss pizza. I think I'd miss ordering pizza because, like, you know, when you cook a pizza or you like, take a frozen pizza, it's not the same as ordering pizza. No, it's better. Oh, man. So what what food... What do you miss when the apocalypse happens? What what's your go to food that you all of a sudden you're like, God damn it, I'll never have another one. Uh, I don't have any issues because I know how to make a lot of food. So stop being a show off, Lou. <laughs> but no, in all honesty, the thing I think I'd miss the most is I would miss the little things that run out. Like eventually, there's going to be no more ketchup. Oh, that's a good point, right? Condiments. I, yeah, like that's the thing that is going to be like, oh. Because you're always going to find that truck full of Twinkies, you know? Yeah. Down yeah. the road, you'll find a Twinkie, you know? That sort of thing. You're going to find that. Or at some point, you're going to have access to an oven. You could make your own Twinkies. But something like Heinz ketchup is going to run out. And you're yeah. going to be like, I can't make it because they made it in a factory and they have a recipe. Yeah, right. I, I, I'm never going to be able to make something this good. Damn it. Yeah, and you know, and that that ketchup score, you know, that Heinz ketchup packet that you score, you know, at an abandoned McDonald's or whatever, you're gonna be like, oh my god, yes, and you're gonna cook your rat or whatever you're eating and be able to dip it in ketchup. It's gonna or feel the, amazing. The, the, the other thing that I'd say I might miss, I love ice cream. Yeah, and and yeah. and I can make ice cream on my own, and it's good, but it's not Edie's. Yeah, that's true. It's not the same, right? It's Man, not the same. The apocalypse is gonna suck. Um, we're going to get into some news first, which is brought to you by Edie's Pizza Hut and <laughs> whatever else, Heinz, Heinz Ketchup, <laughs> but, uh, no, we're going to, uh, we got a couple Walking Dead episodes that we're going to discuss, and I think you and I are going to have some interesting takes on this, because yes, we are. We might have some opposing views, but we do have just a couple things we want to talk to you guys about first. Has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. First up, Dead Island. Yeah, Dead Island 2 is still a clusterfuck and they're yeah. switching developers and they still have no idea when it's coming out. But 
Yeah. We now the... know we're getting a remastered Dead Island game. Oh my god, riding on the coattails of Resident Evil. Um, yeah. This is pretty cool though because I remember playing Dead Island and have you gone back to play it at all? I have not gone back to play it in a while and I did enjoy my time with it, but um it's definitely not a good looking game. <laughs> no, not a good looking game at all. It's cool though because um you know this whole remaster thing really makes you wonder like what else they could really do. You know, for as far as remastering, you know, some classic games like obviously Resident Evil is great, Dead Island's great. Um, I love to see them bring back some more zombie games and remaster them. I mean, the, the, zombie U is on PC now. Yeah, I you know what? I almost picked it up, but I don't think it's the same without that Wii U pad. Uh, supposedly, they've done something very different with it, so I don't know. All right. Um, yeah, so there's going to be some new features in the game too. So obviously, you have your high quality textures, your new lighting system, all the upgrades. Um, better UI, but also Power Fist Power Up. <laughs> uh, it's an unofficial PC mod, which I never played. I've seen, um, you, but you can punch your way through the mayhem with the craziest power up ever, um, which sounds like a lot of fun, as far as Dead Island goes. Yeah, I, 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 I might pick it up if if it's not full price. So yeah, yeah, why not? It'd be kind of fun, right? Um, we also have one more bit of news, which I think is the most exciting thing in the world. Um, Jesse Eisenberg wants and says Zombieland 2 could still happen. Yeah, he apparently he has been waiting for them to contact him when they want to do a sequel. He doesn't have a problem doing a sequel. He'd like to do a sequel. And that, you know, it's uh they, they keep, it keeps coming up and he keeps going, "Gee, I hope that that happens." Yeah. And <laughs> no, I'm really I'd be really happy to do it. It was fun to make. Nobody's getting, nobody's looped him in yet. It's almost like an awkward one night stand where you meet the person the next day. You don't really know what to say to each other. And, and so you know, you don't say anything. You know, and the funny thing about it too is at the time when Zombieland came out, he wasn't a thing. No, like he had done like one other movie or two other movies that you'd recognize him from, and it was like he did this movie and magically, like overnight, it was like, oh yeah, that kid from Zombieland, and then he became. Mark Zuckerberg, and then he became somebody else, and now yeah. he's Lex Luthor, and it's like, gee, you came a long, pl- long ways from killing zombies and being yeah. uh, Columbus. <laughs> I know, right? It's um, it's it's too bad too, because it almost feels like maybe too long for the sequel. Um, I feel like it may be too long. You'd have to introduce because, some new characters, that's for sure. Yeah, it. And, you know, what we know about the actors that are in it, I'm sure that all of them would be more than happy to come back. Yeah, and, you know, it'd be interesting to see what their take is. on. I mean, we both, I think we agree, Zombieland is one of the better zombie movies that's come out recently. Yeah. So it'd be great to see what their their take is on a remake or, or a sequel. Not a remake, a sequel, but, I'm man, I, I'm okay with it. I just feel like it's kind of late. <laughs> you had a TV show didn't go off the ground and you know it's and i think some people just don't care about zombie land anymore no nope, i think it's fallen to the wayside but uh you never know you never know yeah we'll keep we'll keep our eyes peeled lou hey we didn't think they'd make a rocky movie you know 20 years after rocky ended but they did that's that's this is very true then they made a spin-off five years after that we yeah. they thought it was all gone so uh, that's true that's true all right, well, we do have two. That's that's it, Lou. I don't want to talk about news anymore. <laughs> no? No, I sure. want to talk about, I want to talk about The Walking Dead and uh what's happened in the past couple of weeks because we've been we've been gone. We've been gone. The fans want to know, Lou. They yes, need they to do. know. So let's break it down. You sure we can do it? We can beat them. What this group has done, what we've learned, what we've become, all of us. Yes, I'm sure. Then all we have to do is just tell them that. Well, they, they don't compromise. It's in the compromise. It's a choice you give them. It's a way out for them and for us. We try and talk to the saviors. We give up our advantage, our safety. No, we have to come for them before they come for us. We can't leave them alive. Where there's life, there's possibility. Well, of them hitting us. Hey, we're not trapped in this. None of you were trapped in this. Morgan. 
They always come back. Come back when they're dead, too. Yeah, we stopped them. We have the four. I'm not talking about the walkers. Things are getting a little heated at the church, Lou. Little bit. What's gonna happen to Morgan and Rick? Um, so a couple episodes go by, and a lot of shit happened. <laughs> uh, yes, it did. Yeah. So I mean, season six has so far been an an incredible ride, but this ride just took a really, really turn down a really, really dark stretch of road. <laughs> um, yes, it yes it does. And but we should make sure we begin. With, you know, Rick and uh, last we saw our heroes, uh, Rick and uh, Michonne <laughs> were in bed, and then Jesus showed up. <laughs> How many times has that happened to you? Um, <laughs> so there's, um, yeah, there's a really awkward scene, and uh, that cat got it let out of the bag pretty quick too. So, so we last we left, Rick Michonne was a thing, right? They they hooked up, and. Yep. Um, Jesus is at the foot of their bed, and you know he says we need to talk. Obviously, he comes in peace, right? He could have just done whatever he yep. wanted to him, but he comes in peace, and uh, somehow everyone gets alerted, right? Um, everyone in this village or this little gated community gets alerted because my my theory is what they didn't show us, but what happened was that uh, what's his name uh, Daryl decided to go check in on the prisoner and realized the prisoner was gone and oh, went, oh call. shit. Good call, and then you know Abraham saw him. So and yeah, because it seemed like you saw Daryl moving, and then all of a sudden everybody was like, "Prisoners out! Somebody's here! Somebody's here! Yeah. Somebody's here!" So everyone comes running. Glenn and Mag, you're talking about growing crops, and they see people busting in Rick's door. And <laughs> so uh, Jesus is sitting at the stairs, and Carl finds him, points a gun to his head, and says, "Hey, I'm Jesus," you know. And uh, so Rick and Michonne come out of the bedroom, getting dressed, and Carl's like, "Uh, oh." <laughs> And, and he uh, goes, he goes, yeah, he interrupted your mom and dad. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure and, and, Carl, Carl's like, huh? <laughs> what? Um, so then Abraham busts up the stairs with Daryl, Glenn, Maggie. Everyone's there, and Rick and Michonne are getting dressed. And I'm like, well, that's what happens. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, you, you try, and, try and have a one-night thing. and <laughs> my, my favorite part about all that is how nonchalant nobody else seems to acknowledge talk or mention it except for uh abraham uh, abraham <laughs> oh you know, yeah like, later on where he's like how long do you think rick and michonne been knocking boots <laughs> it's <laughs> or like, bumping yeah. uglies whatever he says <laughs> yeah um yeah which, which is pretty cool uh you know what i liked about it too it wasn't just a, a one night thing for them like you could tell that you know, there's there's things they do throughout the episode where like he puts his hand on her or you know she puts her arm around him kind of stuff. Yeah. There's a there's a good connection there. <clears throat> um, but Jesus basically tells him that they he's got a community and he stole the truck for his community and Daryl and Rick look like bad guys, which let's be honest, they do. Did. <laughs> they they do. Um, <clears throat> and <clears throat> Jesus basically tells him that. There's more than one community out there, and they are already trading with each other. And uh, that really perks the interest of the group, so they decide to take a little trip over to uh, the hilltop. So my first question is, every group's got a nickname, man. You got the Saviors, the Wolves, the Hilltop, the... Well, I got the Hilltop more as that's where they were. I know. That's the location. I, I mean, it's always so weird that, like, every everyone has a group. You know, you have... You know the governor, and like just everyone's got a nickname or a town nickname. You know, and mm-hmm. the hunters. It's <clears throat> except except Rick's group, <laughs> um, the, the assholes. Yeah, the assholes. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, so they they go to Hilltop and they meet Gregory. Total. Now this guy right here, huge douchebag. <laughs> um, and they develop Maggie's character quite a bit in the past couple episodes. You know. Yep, she's stepping up to almost like she's taking um, what's her name's place that died, Deanna. Deanna, yes, yeah. And you. I know Rick talked to Deanna about Maggie in previous episodes and talked highly of her. And you see a lot of character development with Maggie. Rick puts her in charge of talking to Gregory. Uh, they start talking about you know what they're going to do to trade, and then it happens. Guy comes in, stabs Gregory because Negan told him to. Um, the cool thing about this is 
No one even knows if Negan is real at this point. Not even the Hilltop community because they've never seen him. Right. It's almost like a myth, like a, a you know, like a crazy urban legend of this Negan guy. But um, everyone bows down to him, you know, and the saviors, they're just crazy. So, yeah, and Gregory makes a point of stating how much they've had to give up to the saviors. Yeah. And it's not like a small percentage. It's like they give them what is what is it like half of half, everything, half of everything just f- and, to not kill them. <laughs> yeah. And it's like. And it's like I understand if you want I, – I understand the concept of like the mob and you take a little you know, yeah. for protection money. But the saviors, it's almost like they're too greedy. Oh, they are, dude. Then they're, um, they're known, I mean, around as being greedy. Look at uh, – you guy, you remember Dwight? Yeah. Um, the guy that took Daryl's crossbow and motorcycle? Yeah. I mean, I mean it turns out that he's a savior obviously or is somehow connected cuz that guy was riding away on Daryl's bike in episode right. 12 but I think we both knew he was a savior and they're trying to get out it's just it's a ruthless camp um but obviously they get you know they get um treated with some sort of respect from everyone around them because no one wants to mess with them right and uh it's all based, based on this Negan rumor and um yeah, so, I mean, all sorts of shit happened at Hilltop, and, you know, the guys go back, and they, they basically strike a deal, saying that Hilltop needs our help, we need their help, we can kill them, they can't, and it, it leads into this big group debate with the only one not wanting to kill is Morgan, or the only one saying he doesn't want to kill, you know. Is Morgan. Yeah, I'm sure there's some other people out there that probably weren't a fan of it, but they're just afraid of Rick, and, uh, so they oh. divide, go ahead. I was going to say, we're also skipping the part where Abraham and um, uh, uh, Espinoza. Uh, no, Rosita. no, no, the other one. Oh, uh, what's his? What's her name? What's his name's sister? That's dead now. I, the sister's alive. He died. Eugene. No. Sasha. Sasha. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> we're, we're Sasha there. and um and Abraham are getting buddy buddy and they go out on a patrol run which doesn't go that 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 whole arc it's like 20 minutes and it builds them up as friends or maybe more but it never does anything but that. Yeah. Like they and... don't run across anybody. They come back with some supplies. That's it. Yeah, and there's some there's some chemistry there, right? I mean, I, you could tell Abraham might be having a thing for Sasha there. Yeah, and uh, maybe a little bit back on the other end, but knowing that he's you know kind of with someone at the time, mm-hmm. I think they're both just kind of fearing away from it. But uh, was it episode eleven or twelve where Abraham up and left her? Yeah, um, I think it was the second episode, right? Episode yeah. twelve. He just kind of, towards the beginning. Yeah, he so, just yeah. Yeah, so Hilltop, we meet we meet the guys at Hilltop. They got some stuff. They got some livestock. They can give our crew, our our survivors, some food in exchange for killing Negan and his men, which Rick is up for the challenge, right? Right. Um, which is scary to think about, but also probably the only thing he really can do. And Rick's looking at it as if he's heard the it, name that, Negan before, right? Yep. They've heard the saviors before. Yep. So they know they're bad people. He probably just wants them off. Um, which I guess they're the best, the best crew around to do it, obviously, because no one else has done it. Right. Um, so in Rick's head, he can do this because he's done this kind of stuff before and he really believes they can do this. So they get some intel from the guys at the hilltop and, um, I mean, episode 11 basically ends with them getting ready to go to hilltop, right? I mean, or get ready to go to the savior camp. They've decided that they're going to go back to Alexandria and tell them the plan. So they do. They meet at the church. Big awesome scene. I mean, straight out of the comic books, too, Luke. Yep. Yep. Um, and, and, and Morgan outright stands up and goes, it's not a good idea. We need to give them a choice. Yeah. And uh, Rick says no. <laughs> and in a way, you're like, I agree with Rick because, well, hey, we know these people from, you know, from just outside lore, you know, like uh, on the outside looking in, we're like, eh, don't don't talk to them. They won't talk to you, but... If you're in there and you're in the moment, you kind of agree with Rick because you're like, we have the element of surprise right now. Why not use it? But this is – okay. So this is what makes me upset. So they make this plan. Negan wanted Gregory's head 
in exchange for this guy, this guy's brother, this guy at Hilltop. And um, so what they decided to do is take a walker head that looks similar to Gregory mm-hmm. and present that to Negan's men. And um, they said the nose was wrong when they brought back three separate heads for them to choose from. And Rick went and punched it a bunch of times, right? Yeah, which made sense. Yeah, but then the guy says, this Negan guy may be messed up, but he's got nothing on you. And and I felt like that was almost uncalled for because they are going there to take out the bad guy. You know, it's not like Rick's crew showed up and threatened the people of Hilltop. They showed up and said, we want to work with you. Yeah. And they needed a head to make their, their, their plan work. Yeah. So what? He punched a dead head twice. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? But in a way, I don't want them to build Rick up to be this psychopath when he's going up against a psychopath. Yeah. That's what I'm scared of because we've seen Rick go really evil dark before, right? And you almost to the point where you're like, I don't know if I like Rick. <laughs> yeah. Um, but right now, the way he's going... It's almost like they're putting him on that dark path again, and he's going up against a guy with a dark path. Well, um, I, I don't, I, I don't think it's that they're putting him on a dark path. I think it's that they're writing him poorly. I think so. I, th- I can agree with that. I just don't want him to be a bad guy fighting another bad guy. I think that they're trying to write him so that we can relate with him, and I think viewers see him making his choices. And he's such a polar opposite to, uh, to, uh, 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 what's his name? Morgan. Yeah. That he's, that he's looking crazy because of the Morgan situation. I get it. But so let's, let's talk about episode 12. So they're in a van or Winnebago, whatever, RV, and they, they drive towards this camp, wait till dawn. Uh, a couple people on the outpost, Carol and Maggie, watching the outpost. They go in while all these saviors are sleeping. And they start putting knives to their heads while they're asleep. Made sense. Yes. But that's fucking dark, Lou. <laughs> it is. And I in the scene with Glenn and the guy he's with. Which, Heath, yeah. Heath. Uh, and they're standing in the room with these two guys that are asleep. And... Literally, like, Glenn kills his guy, and the other guy's just standing there, and it's like, it's like, there's people, they, they're like, they're, 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 they're talking, there's comments. I'm like, how did that dude not I wake know. up? How is he, how is he just like? <laughs> I was like, I, I'm. Lights a, are on. I'm a very light sleeper. The, the shadow in the room would have woke me up. Yeah, it's, it was pretty kind of far-fetched, but I get what they were trying to go for, so, my thing is, so that that was Glenn's first person kill. Yeah. The first time, in Heath's too. Um, that's the first time Glenn had to kill a person on the show. Actually, Heath never kills a real person. He, well, I mean, him and Glenn kind of lay over those machine guns for a while Yeah. Uh, afterwards. But um, that was the first time in six seasons that Glenn's actually had to kill someone. And uh, he did it to a guy while he was in his sleep. And I think that's what made it dark for me was they were talking about how lucky they were for never having to kill someone. And, and now they, were they had to. slowly putting knives into skulls, you know. Yeah. Um, it bothered me in a way because, yes, in the comic books, there's a similar situation where Rick wants to to kill the saviors for Hilltop, but they don't do it while they're sleeping. And maybe that's what bothers me. Maybe there's a a thing of like, oh, I remember it differently, <laughs> and this is just hard to watch. Like I had a hard time watching some of it, Lou. Uh, it it was just kind of painful because it was just so dark. They breaking into every room and doing that. Like I get what they were trying to do, and like it made sense. But I felt like the portrayal made it darker than it yeah. was. Like I don't think that they've emphasized enough on the show just how bad these saviors are. Not yet. Well. <laughs> One of the guys that Glenn's killed has some photographs above his wall. Of smashed in heads. Smashed in heads. That's a that's a messed up thing to have. Yeah. Above your wall. 
Um, so obviously these guys are sick, <laughs> you know? Yeah. They are sick individuals, and the show is crazy with foreshadows. But um, <laughs> there's um, – <clears throat> these are bad people. And, of course, one of them's awake. They see Abraham. Abraham's been getting <laughs> left and right, you know. He almost got choked out last week's ep- or episode 11 by one of the Hilltop guys. And then uh, this week he got stabbed by one of the, um, not really stabbed, but swiped by one of the uh, saviors with a knife. And um, an all-out, you know, gunfight sues after that. Um, the guy sounds the alarm and just gunfire like crazy. Until, uh, pretty intense, too. I don't know how you felt, but I was pretty tensed up watching that. Like, I felt like the gunfight stuff was awesome. Yeah. But it was also, like, when when Glenn and uh, the, the other guy were together, I felt like, oh, my God, they're going to die. Yep. They're going to die. Yeah. They're going to die. And then, lo and behold, the room they run into is the armory. So it was almost like out of a video game. First, when Rick was shooting the guys, they kept walking down the stairs. Yeah. Um, you ever play a video game where like the enemies just keep coming down one after yeah. another? Like I'm pretty sure <laughs> if one guy dies in front of you and the next guy dies as soon as he steps down, the third guy goes, I'm going to go around, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But um, so Rick just keeps shooting guys on the stairwell. Like you said, Glenn and Heath run into a room that just happens to be the ammunition room. Abraham jumps out into like the weed room. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed well, that. Yeah, I did notice that. The thing too, though, was is the two guys chase Glenn in. It's like three or four of them yeah. chase Glenn to the armory room, and I get that they were chasing them because they had them outgunned, but it was like they they live there, don't they know they're chasing them into the armory? Yeah, and why? Like, yeah, exactly. And why let them in there? And why why just kind of right. keep up on the door? And, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of weird things, but all in all, a pretty intense episode with the Very gunfight. Intense. And so there's one guy left alive, right, at, towards the end of it. And uh, mm-hmm. she, uh, or, no, he he tries to leave on Daryl's bike. Daryl gets pissed and um, tackles the guy. And, uh, oh, and even Father Gabriel killed the guy. Oh, yeah, I was about to say. And Father Gabriel shoots a guy. Who was going to die anyway. Yeah, the guy was, the guy did something and he'd been winged, I think. Yeah, he's trying to And, uh, and Father Gabriel stands over him and the guy tells him, like, in other words, oh, what are you going to do, Padre? Are you going to shoot me? And he starts reciting a prayer and then he shoots him. And you're like, okay, Father Gabriel knows what he has to do now. Yep. Yeah, he seems on board with Rick's plan. And and Eugene is going on patrol. Yeah, everyone's kind of gearing up, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this guy's left alone, and then um, uh, as they're about to kill this last guy, they get a radio comm basically saying that they have Maggie and Carol held captive. And there's a group of saviors outside the camp that have the two of them that obviously they found them while they were outside patrolling, right? So what's next week's episode going to be? How they make a deal to get each other back, <laughs> you know? Uh, I feel like the next episode is gonna be when we meet uh, we meet ne- uh, Negan. No, not yet. Well, I don't know if you read the news, but it was teased that Negan will be in another episode before the end of the season. Yeah, he'll probably be in the last two, and yeah. by the last two, I mean he'll be in the last minute of the second to last one. <laughs> I don't see like I love the mysterious Negan and. If they want to keep it true to comic form, they got to hold them off to the very end. Um, to the to when the bad stuff happens, Lou. Um, it's so weird to be talking about this, like, because you and I know kind of stuff that happens, and we, we obviously never want to spoil a comic book uh, thing for anyone. But I almost feel like everyone in the world knows what happens at this point, you know? Yeah. I've been talking to people about it that know. They've never read the comics in their life, and they're telling me what they think is going to happen. <laughs> and, uh... The characters have said they're not all coming back, or they're not all getting out of the season alive, which I truly believe. Um, yeah. So far, but they're foreshadowing a lot. They are like, but like, but they're but they're foreshadowing to the point where you don't know which one of them's going to get it, yeah. or maybe there's a bunch of them that's going to get it because episode twelve begins with Carol baking cookies for everybody. Yeah. So, and and, and yeah. you and the whole and it spends like ten minutes with her making these cookies and delivering them to people, and all I kept thinking was, she's next. Yeah, well, she's the one that's gonna bite it. So, 
I will say this, because it's not too much of a spoiler, but Negan has a code. Uh, no women and no children. Um, which I guess you'll understand later, but they could throw that out in the TV show. You never know. Um, but, I mean, well, <laughs> there's so much I want to say, Lou. <laughs> um, I would say, here's the problem. Morgan has being built up to be this anti-Rick, right? Mm-hmm. So his character is getting built up tremendously. Carol's character is now getting built up tremendously. Maggie's character is getting built up tremendously. Glenn, for the past season, has been getting built up tremendously. Abraham is getting more and more and more and more on the screen and doing more and more for the group, right? Yeah. There are so many characters getting built up at this point. Daryl. Daryl's the same way. Um, he had a couple episodes about him personally, you know? Yeah. I, I The thing i got to say, though, is I feel like um, uh, there was somebody you mentioned. Daryl, uh, Carol, Morgan. Morgan. I feel like if Negan and them kill Morgan, Rick loses all moral compass. Well, that's that's just it, right? Because he's the one that did not want to do this, right? And it kind of makes sense. It makes sense, but if I feel like they won't kill Morgan because they need somebody to point Rick in a better direction, and that's got to be Morgan. I feel like if they kill Morgan, Rick loses any excuse and will just do the worst thing ever. And that's what we talked about. We don't want to see Rick go to that right. crazy... And I feel like a Morgan death would cause that. We need something to happen to make Rick side more with Morgan. So let's talk about some of the theories that are out there real quick, too. Uh, one theory that I think I told you guys about in the Slack chat was uh, when Daryl used that rocket launcher on Negan's men, mm-hmm. um, there was a car in the background that you could see driving away as soon as the explosion went off. Now, people are saying that car, and I haven't seen it, and like I tried to watch a YouTube video on it, but it was a guy explaining it for 15 minutes before he even showed a clip, and I said, screw you. Um, I have yet to see this car, but people are saying that because there's a car driving off, and it's probably one of the saviors, and they know Daryl's the one that killed Negan's men, and you know Daryl's going to kill more of Negan's men, um, that Negan is going to personally kill Daryl. And the fact that Daryl has signed a new AMC show means that he's still safe with AMC. But a lot of people say it's going to be Daryl that goes. But he's such a money machine for this show. (laughs) He is a money machine for the show. So I don't think that they kill him here. I can see them killing him in a future arc or later on in the battle with Negan. I don't think they make him the choice for Negan to kill at the end of the season. No, and like Daryl's death is going to be something goddamn heroic, right? Yeah. Like he's going to do something so crazy and ballsy that gets himself killed but saves everyone else just because that's how Daryl should go. Right. Um, if he goes like this, I'll be pissed. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be it's going to be Abraham or Glenn or Sasha. Sasha's another one. You've seen a little bit more of her character. She's kind of out of it right now, but we don't even know if people are going to die before the last episode of the season, too. Oh, I think they. I think they will. I think we're going to lose somebody in the next episode. I would say because we just watched episode twelve. I would say episode fourteen, we lose somebody. I think we lose somebody next episode. And really? then I and I think that fourteen we don't. And we've got what sixteen episodes this season. Yeah, we got sixteen. So we're only four left, right? So four four episodes left in this season. You know, well, you don't know for sure. So there is leaked footage of Jeffrey Dean Morgan, you know, killing someone uh, that was already leaked out. But you never know if that's a main character, right? <clears throat> right. Uh, you don't know if he's just going crazy on one of his own men. Right. Uh, I, I I think we're going to get next episode somebody's going to die. 14 is going to be the aftermath of their death. And I think back to back 15 and 16 we get somebody killed. I think we lose three people this ooh, by the end of this season. That's a bold prediction. Um, <clears throat> see, my thought is 
next episode is them trying to exchange for Carol and Maggie, how they're going to do that. And you know shit's going to go wrong with that, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nothing that's ever why, works out That's right. why I think Carol's going to die. Oh, yeah, you think that something's going to happen with the exchange? If something's going to happen with the exchange, Carol's going to get herself killed. Yeah, I. Um, that's a good theory. Um, if it doesn't happen... So I think next episode shit happens it starts getting real we might even meet negan next episode right because he might say go get them you know um to one of his guys and uh then we lose someone in 15 uh wait no we lose someone in 14 because next one's 13 right so we lose someone in 14 15's the aftermath and 16 is whoo boy (laughs) We're gonna lose you. It has to be a season one character. That's who we're losing in the in the last episode. It's got to be. Uh, I don't know if it. I, I think it's Abraham. It kind of fits. I don't think we lose Glenn. No. No. It's hard. Glenn's, feel- Glenn's got like a hundred lives anyway. I feel like if they kill Glenn and they keep it true to the comic, it's going to lose its oomph because that's what everybody is expecting to happen. Well, does are you doing a disservice by changing what happens in the comic? I think it's going to be a, a, a I think lose-lose it, situation. I think it's a lose-lose situation, but I think if they kill somebody else, like they could go opposite. They could kill Maggie. Ooh. That's a tough and ma- one. And make Glenn go berserk. Yeah. This is what I'll tell you. This season is going to end with all of us feeling very upset with The Walking Dead. Yep. And the next story arc is called All Out War. And it is by far the best story arc in the entire series. And uh, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's it's gonna be impressive. I also what I want to ask you real quick before we before we get out of here. What's your what are you, what are your thoughts on the longevity of the show? I think if the show doesn't make a big change next season, or whenever the Negan plotline ends, if the show doesn't start making a bigger change, I think they're gonna start losing viewers. Yeah. I think the show has to go in a different direction. What? I think it needs to be more uplifting, and the the the, the they, they can have action and they can have combat, but I think they need to establish a trade community. There needs to be multiple civilizations that are okay. Now, do you think that's why they're experimenting with some of the lighter episodes too? Yes. To see if fans And I think that's it? one of the reasons why we're meeting the Hilltop people, too. Because Alexandria, Hilltop people, and I'm sure they're going to meet another group of people that are okay. And I think that that adds an interesting dynamic. I think if they keep going down the road they're going where it's like, yeah, and then we run into the next crazy bad guy. And then we run into the next crazy bad guy. And then we run into the next crazy bad guy. I think people are going to start losing their steam soon. Yeah, and I understand that, and it's it's different in a comic book than it is in the TV show. Because in the comic book, it's the same way. You know, they they solve a problem, they run into another problem. They solve a problem, they run into another problem. But as you're reading it in the book, it feels okay. Uh, on a TV show, even when I'm watching it, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> Every the, I, damn time. I I have to say, my biggest gripe with the show is is they're not doing a very good job of establishing a timeline. So sometimes, like. Someone will have a piece of dialogue where they'll be like, yeah, well, that was four months ago. Yeah. And it's like – and that's their that's their jump in time. And I don't think that the show does a good enough job explaining because that baby should be bigger than it is if they jumped in head <laughs> in time as much as they – That baby isn't growing much, is it? No. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Um, I honestly, as much as I love this show – it's hard to see past season eight. Um, yeah. 
I give it I give it two more seasons and it's probably going to be done, right? Um you're facing one of the baddest guys in the comic book right now. Um yes, stuff happens after that in the comic books, but not to this extent. And I just I would love to see it go on for 10 seasons, right? That'd be great. That would be fantastic. But like you said, wouldn't you rather go out on top than start to fizzle out, you know? Well, I th- like I said, I think the thing they have to do is they can bring the drama in, they can bring the conflict in, but I think that they need to stray from what they're doing. I think it needs to take a different direction. I think it needs to become more of a political thriller yeah. than a horror movie. I would, I would also love to see <clears throat> half a season dedicated to just overcoming Walker situations again. You know how it used yep. to be um, back in season one and partially season two. Um, I would love to see that again. You know, like I would just... love to see a dynamic be they're now further north. Now they get their first snowstorm. Yeah, that they're not prepared for. dynamics and even, yeah, even like I said, even with the zombie one, like I would love to just see. They clear up all this bad stuff. Things are working out all right. Uh, you know, maybe they are making trades with the Hilltop community. Maybe they find another community and they're making trades. And people are working together and living together and it's working great. And it's just a problem of zombies, you know? Like, I would love to see just a problem of zombies again. Yeah. Um, you know, we almost had it with Alexandria, but they added the wolves in there. And it wasn't it wasn't really just zombies. It was wolves and then zombies. And wolves because of zombies. And zombies because of wolves. And... It's it's tough because you you don't want to keep fighting a bad guy over and over again. Um, well, I think that the show needs to break the dynamic of everybody out here is just awful. Because as much as I feel like there would be people out there that are awful, this group has run into nothing but awful people over yeah. and over and over again. And I think we need an, a, another dynamic. Yeah. Now, we we talked a little bit about them testing some lighter episodes Obviously, there's always the possibility of spinoffs. We have Fear of the Walking Dead. We have the Flight 462 or whatever, which I saw during the commercial breaks. And God damn, that's slow, Lou. <laughs> I can't deal with it. I told you. I'm waiting till it's all out. <laughs> I can't stand it. Uh, last episode, someone was locked in a bathroom. That was it, man. That was it. Yep. Um, so I do you think – so I personally thought episode 12 was a little too dark for me. I thought it built Rick to be – uh, uh, turning into a crazy guy. I mean, I know you didn't, but I, I felt like it was, it was turning Rick into this dark person who just wanted to kill, kill, kill to get what he wants. And it's almost like he is Negan. And the episode itself was extremely dark. Um, I, feel, I thought too I dark. Felt like, I felt like the issue wasn't that what they did. The issue was that they didn't give Rick a long enough speech to explain himself. No, and that's true. Like he, like he kinda, his yeah. speech is like the way we get food is we kill these bad people, and that was his <laughs> speech. And I think it was like if he said, "No, these saviors, they're the same guys that hijacked Daryl. They're the same people that did this. They're the same people that did this. Now they're killing people at their community, and they're a threat to us all. We need to take them out. And if we can take them out, and it gains us." the the food from Hilltop, this is what we need to do. And they didn't do that. It was like, he just was like, yeah, we got to take them out. And it was like, like, they didn't do a good, I think they didn't do a good enough job emphasizing their motivation. But it almost seems like they do it on purpose to make Rick seem like... Exactly. A crazy, like, I got to do this thing. And to me, I know to you, and, you know, I was watching my wife, and she didn't really tell me one way or another, but I looked at her and I was like, it's a little too much for me. <laughs> like, I feel like these survivors have just dro- crossed the line. And I don't know what it was. I think it was because the guys were sleeping or whatever. But it honestly felt to me like it, it crossed the line. And now I know in a tactical sense that's the most appropriate thing to do. But on a human being sense, <laughs> yeah, that's the worst thing in the world you could do. And um, I think that's why I probably thought it was a little too much. Now, I wonder if they are testing those waters to see how much they can get away with on TV too. Well, I think that this I think that this show is going on multiple fronts. I feel like the writers and the creators feel like they need to make every episode top the previous one. 
or every season top the previous one. Yeah. And I don't feel like that's the right approach for this show. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and let's... So, I will say this. So, we've alluded to this. Negan's going to kill someone. Uh, it's in the it's in the comics. I think you actually may have spoiled it earlier in the episode, but uh, I'll, we'll try and refrain from it in case you missed it. But um, if you there's a there's a panel in the comic book where when he when he goes to kill someone, he, he's talking to them. He says uh, blah blah blah. Your eyes popping out of your skull. I mean, and the person is still alive, and uh, they show a picture of the person. And I'm like, ooh. Even in the comic book, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. But, um, I'm wondering how graphic they're going to get with the TV show. And I'm wondering if they're kind of testing to see how much they can get away with before people start saying, no, 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 that's way too much. I you think know? that that's what they've been doing all season. Yeah. They, they, people keep getting killed or th- things keep happening. Like, they killed the kid. Yep, they and did. And I, I know there were a bunch of critics and reviewers that were very upset that they killed a kid in a show. And all I kept thinking along the lines was, no, they didn't show it. They just showed some, uh, like somebody grab him and him go down. They didn't show a graphic death. No, it showed someone biting him, and then that was it. Yeah, and that was it. And it's like, that's not graphic. I think that that was a boundary they were pushing. Can we get away with killing off a kid? Yeah. Okay, we did. We got away with pulling, killing off a kid. Now, what if we kill this? What if we do this? Yeah, how, what if we... how dark can we get? How intense can we get? How much can we show? It's all, uh, uh, I, think you're, I think you might be right. It's a way of seeing how much they can get away with in small doses and maybe almost getting us prepared in a way too so we're not like, <gasps> you know, when something like that really does happen. Yeah. Um, and then, because you know that there's going to be people that watch this show that when some, if something happens at the end of this season, they're going to stop watching. Yeah. Um, whether it be Daryl or someone else getting killed, people are going to riot. <laughs> you know, I don't care what people say, like, you know, if Daryl gets killed, we riot. There's a lot of characters that, like, look what happened when everyone thought Glenn died. You know? Yeah, like, the internet people, went crazy. People were up in arms. <laughs> and... It was. It's insane because that's why I think it's going to be a season one character, someone we've known from the beginning, is going to lose in the end here, and that's why I think it's going to hurt so much is because we've six years, you know. But right, man, dude, this show. I mean, right now it's getting to the point where it's intense. <laughs> um, we, I mentioned spinoff. Besides the Walking Michonne, Walking Dead Michonne game, do you think any character has a viable spinoff for this? No, it's tough, right? Um, you meet you meet Daryl early on. You meet Merle early on. Like I, I don't think you could do a Daryl and Merle spinoff. I mean, you could to to bring in some more AMC money, right? Uh, you could, but it would lose its oomph because you'd know by the end of the episode neither one of them was going to die. Right. Exactly. That's true. Unless they did a future one on another character, but even that's kind of stretching it. How do you how do you see this show ending? Ideally, I think the show ends by pointing in a direction that the world has cleaned itself up, and a, a government is beginning again. So almost like a self cleansing thing, where <laughs> gross, um, where it's not like they found a cure. But over time, we've we've taken care of the situation, and you can tell it's kind of heading the right way. Well, it, my biggest issue with The Walking Dead as a whole in general is the timeline. Yeah. Because they have been dealing with walkers now forever, and it's been what? The, the, the show begins, and uh, what's her name? Uh, the wife is... Not pregnant. Uh, just find out she's pregnant. She doesn't know which one of them is the baby daddy. Yeah. Then we have nine months. She has the baby. Rick and them take care of the baby. They take out. They take out the governor. Da da da. da. The kid has to be like close to one and a half to two by now. Yeah. If not older. Right. Yeah. Like the kid should be speaking if you really think about it. And. 
that's two years. You'd think that zombies that aren't feeding would decay and fall apart at this point. That yeah. their de- their dead bodies would decay, but they're not. They're still running into hordes of dead people, and it's begin. I if they don't start showing piles of dead people because the bodies have decayed to that point, it's going to start looking stupid soon. I think. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I, I think know. that it. I think that at that point, life changes when the when when. Dying makes you become a zombie no matter what, right? Yeah. There is no cure. But you you build a society that deals with that. You yeah. know? Yeah, there's um there's a lot of ways the show could go as far as an ending goes, but <clears throat> hopefully, Lou, we've got a few more seasons before that happens. Um, oh, I think we do. Yeah, I mean, obviously at least eight because they're already signed. <laughs> but uh, we'll see how much longer you can go after that. But all in all, uh, a couple crazy episodes. Season six so far have been quite the season um i want to hear i don't know I'm, I'm sure you do too lewis what what our listeners thought of the, the past two episodes was it too much was it enough did you did you end up like me going i feel sick <laughs> or did you end up like lou going i want more no i'm just kidding i know you didn't do that well i mean i have a lot of gripes about this show i always have yeah but i i and it doesn't mean i'm not enjoying it uh but it's just a matter of i feel like after Negan, the show needs to take a different direction, or yeah. it's gonna. Well, it's you know Negan's gonna last all of season seven, though he's got to. <laughs> Are you as pumped as I am too about Jeffrey Dean Morgan being? Negan? I am. I, I loved it Supernatural Dean last night, and I was like, my god, he's gonna be so good at this. <laughs> just go watch The Watchmen. And yeah, it's gonna be the... so hard to hate him. But I'm sure he's going to make us hate him so quickly. Hey, if he can make you like the comedian, he can make you like Negan. That's true. That's very true. All right, guys. We're going to go ahead and uh, I guess we'll try and do the wrap-up without Ryan Murphy here. So I guess if you want to be a part of the show, you can go ahead and email us at info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Send us a tweet on Twitter, and that's at zombiespodcast. If you want to do one of the hosts, you have at R. Murphy, at Busy Zombie Lord, and I am at Bobbert F. Uh, go over to the Patreon, p- patreon.com slash zombies ain't my podcast, where we normally do shows live every Wednesday night, and we do some video game stuff too. Uh, Lou and I are planning on doing some more of that. We heard you guys like that, so we'll be hopefully uploading some more content pretty soon to the YouTube channel, which is, uh, I believe, called Zombies Ain't My Podcast. <laughs> do you sense a theme here? Um, we also would like to thank Joel Duggan for the artwork on our iTunes cover art. And that you can find all of Joel Duggan's work at joelduggan.com. What did I miss? Anything? No, I think you got it all. You uh, nailed it. See, Ryan, we don't even need Ryan. Happy birthday, Ryan. Blue Page, any last words before we get out of here? Uh, I don't want to get hit in the head with a baseball bat. Neither do I. Did you see what I did there? Yeah. Foreshadowing. <laughs> you know, these. <laughs> Get your ketchup packets, would you? Incoming bad zombie joke. Just because Ryan's not here doesn't mean I can't do one. Um, Hey, Lou. Hey, Bob. What's what's the zombie's favorite toy? I don't know. A daddy bear. Oh. Ryan, please come back.